Hello, and welcome to the first ever Wild Dig Site podcast. This is the admin of WildDigSite.com speaking, Uriah. Today we're going to have Boshi on the show, who has the world first 32 rares, and Morpsend, who you may know from the Battle.net or MMO Champion forums, who also has 31 rares complete. He's working on his last rare right now. So welcome. Hello. Why we're here today is um, we're all, we all love archaeology a lot, and one person in particular deserves some recognition, and that's Mr. Boshi here. He is Mr. World First, first person in the world to complete every single artifact. So we wanted all we wanted to come together and let uh, Boshi have a chance to tell the world about how he did it. So, welcome, Boshi. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good avenue. So, Boshi, you want to go ahead and tell us all about how you started out with archaeology and? And just tell us the process about when you first started. When I uh, when I had initially started archaeology, I you know I was just addicted to professions in general. I didn't really know much about it. I didn't know what it would be like. I don't play on PTR or anything. But uh, as it uh, as it rolled out, I I initially didn't uh, didn't like it too much. It wasn't for me. But as uh, as the game grew uh, boring and I ran out of things to do, I started picking it up and. From there, it just became a, a passion that wouldn't die. It's uh, something that once you start doing it, you just can't quit. And uh, I uh, I initially started out, you know, trying to get a particular 85 rare, that same way most people did. And uh, right. As I as I continued doing it, I I found there was much more to it that that kept me coming back. You know, the the feeling of is is the next solve going to be the one that gives me. Yeah the thing that i need it's it's that constant feeling that you're chasing while you're doing it and uh you know after after a while i i branched out online and i started trying to find other people who who had the same passion for uh for this profession that i did and i, I met more and i eventually met uriah and uh you know it all kind of culminated into this and i think we've we've gotten to know each other and we've all tried to help further the archaeology community and push ourselves further and i've uh, i've enjoyed it a lot nice tell us about the actual grind i mean did, did you enjoy it did did you find it frustrating you know well obviously you know there there are times where you're going to get frustrated you do you know 50 solves in a row for a particular race and you're not getting what you want so there were there were always times where i was uh i was downtrodden and i was finding it hard to continue and that that kind of lessened a lot is you know uh as morp and i were talking online at four in the morning both you know <laughs> drunk as hell sitting there uh continuing to dig but yeah there there were always times where you know i was just i i would get so depressed that i i had to shut the game off and go sleep for 12 hours and come back and start my whole 13 hour dig session again well was, was there a certain point in the process of you digging where you made the decision to go for full completion yeah, you know, um, initially, like I said, I, I was trying to get a particular item, and then from that it turned into, oh, well, I'm just going to go until I get the bug mount and the, the alchemy recipe, and then it turned into, you know, I'm just going to go one more and one more, and then as I had gone online and I had found other people, I, I actually realized, you know, how lucky I was with my solves and how far I had progressed compared to other people in the community, and I just, I decided actually, it, it was right about the time Morp and I met when I was... 23 out of 26 and he had 25 and 
I just decided, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to keep trying to do this and I'm going to go for world first until someone else gets it. And then just no one got it. No one got it. No one got it. And I just got lucky. Yeah. I really have to say competing with you near the end there was what really made the entire experience a lot more fun. Oh yeah. It was, it was definitely a neck and neck race going down right to the end. And damn you for beating me. (laughs) (laughs) The RNG God smiled upon him. So yes. Yes. I still say if I I'm I'm aiming to to get my 30 second rare and double your solve count. <laughs> that that's just my I, luck. <laughs> I fully believe it will happen. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what kind of mods and stuff did you use there to help you out? Um, initially, I had I had just started doing archaeology without any mods, and uh, that was probably a lot of the reason that I grew bored with it. I think the way that uh, Blizzard just has archaeology without any of the minimap additions or any pop-ups. It, it makes it very hard to do it, you know, continuously without getting bored of opening all these menus. So uh, oh, I went out yeah. and did some searching, and I found Archie, which uh, was a godsend. I, I absolutely loved that add-on. I, I don't know if I would have gone as far as I did without using it. It really makes life so Archie simple. Archie is the bomb. Well, for, sure. me, like for me... I just like double right-clicking, you know, the survey. Same yeah. Oh, yeah, change. definitely. Yeah. I mean, that Quick click. completely... Quick-click. mod just for on. that. That was my motivation yeah. to go find Archie, basically. But you know, everything else is just a friggin' bonus. But, yeah, the yep. mini-map, all that stuff is great, so... Yeah, that is definitely the one hidden secret of Archie that, that does set it apart from everything else. Most definitely. And uh, as I as I kept going and I progressed further and further, uh, as I got north of you know 22, 23 solves, I started looking for something that would uh, give me a good idea of what I had left and things like that. And uh, I turned to ArcDB at first, which it was nice, but it wasn't really uh, what I was looking for for my personal setup. And when I found uh, Wow Dig Site, uh, I learned about Excavationator, which was which is perfect for what I needed. So uh, right up to the end, I was using Archie and Excavationator a lot. Nice. Now, how about uh, any guides? Did you ever find use of any guides or anything like that? Uh, some of the guides that were on MMO Champs were all, were very good for starting out. The uh, the stickies that they have on the professions page are, uh, are excellent for people that are just looking for specific information on exactly what the profession's about and the little uh, mechanics and quirks of it that can make it unique. So uh, I, I went to that for my initial startup. And uh, as I really got into it, I, I didn't really find the need for a whole lot of guides, but uh, a lot of the ones on MMO are very nice for little questions that people might have. If you had to give one tip to everyone out there that's uh, doing archaeology to, to help them get a rare or anything like that, what would you tell them? Don't turn to alcohol. It's uh, it's gonna be the, it's gonna be the end of you. It's gotta keep going, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you have to keep pushing without without the crutch of alcohol. Just find very repetitive music that you know. You yes, loop. most most definitely. Solitaire is perfect. I think I uh, I think I played something like twenty three hundred games of Solitaire one week. Nice, nice. Uh, YouTube's usually my crutch or something, so that's why it pays out two monitors for this stuff. Yeah, I'm all about uh, listening to audiobooks. That's really been the one thing that's saved my sanity doing all this archaeology. Listen to Harry Potter and get your rares. Yeah. I think I've listened to about 40 books. Just a warning out there about how long archaeology can take. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why I try to tell people, you know, this this is not a cool down. There's nothing to stop you. You can literally just keep doing archaeology. 
unlike many other RNG things, like a farming amount or something, you got lockouts, you got resets, archaeology is just ongoing, so... It is a never-ending beast. Do you remember when you got Zenrock, how many soft counts it took you? Um, I I do, actually. It was 210. 210. See, I got it in 176, I guess... I guess... Two of us are the two lucky people in the world. Yes, that yeah. seems like minuscule. Interesting. Oh yeah, it was it was absolutely tiny. And on the other hand, I have done. If I add up all the races in Kalimdor, I've done about twenty five hundred solves for this freaking staff of from Tolvir. Still don't have it. Yep. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> all right, well, Uriah, you want to talk about uh, let's talk about Wild Dig Site. Great website out there, everyone. Just so you know. Well, is there anything you two wanted to know specifically? When are the forums going to be launched? <laughs> well, we, we plan on doing that soon. You two have been helping with that, and I think they're coming along pretty well. They're pretty much ready, but yeah, we definitely want to fill them out a little bit more, and we're hoping the community, listeners listening to this, will help out, and it'll be a centralized location for all archaeologists. I know some people are looking for that. You don't want your discussions and whatnot to be buried under all this other stuff and profession sections on Battle.net and uh, MMO Champion. We're hoping to uh, provide a home. So, uh, Uriah, what what made you want to initially start WoW Dig Site? Because I know, you know, I was I was looking for something separate from all the clustered stuff that would let me, you know, ask questions about archaeology. So, like you said, it wouldn't get buried underneath all this stuff. Right. I mean, Wild Dig Site started, I want to say, back in August 2010. I just, you know, kept hearing about archaeology and all this stuff, but then when BlizzCon came along, they gave you a lot more details and whatnot, and I realized by the time BlizzCon was around, you know, they're the only websites out there for archaeology, all their information was at least half a year old. And I thought, you know, well, this is like a niche that no one else has really exploited or done yet so i thought well what the heck i'll make a uh, archaeology website give it a go and it seemed like it was the only one for a good while there uh we know wild digs is out there now but for the most part wild dig site was the only up-to-date website i think out there for archaeology so it started as something to do really but and you know i do like archaeology i don't think i'm as dedicated as you too but i just have not that much time to put into it I do plan to get all the rares too, so. Congrats on your professor title, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yes, I, I forgot. Congrats on that. Felt kind of stupid running this website without at least my <laughs> professor title, right? Had to get that. You there. just. You have, you have a, a technical knowledge that we don't have, so your time was better spent. That's what I mean. Helping out the archaeology community. Yeah. Yeah, we, we were the selfish one trying for Yeah, we, we were just sitting here <laughs> drunk at 2 a.m. Hitting a dig button over and over. Yeah, and I like websites. I've always done my guild websites. I used to run like a website from home, you know, just been doing that for years, so thought what the heck, make an archaeology site. Here we are today, making a podcast for it. <laughs> yeah, the one one thing I'm I'm really looking forward to with Wild Dig site is especially with the podcast coming out, you know, if if I'm really excited about getting the word out, getting people involved. And anyone out there that's listening to this podcast, come check out the forums on Wow Dig Site and come talk with us. You know, uh, I know myself. I'm always a you know around to talk. And if anyone has any questions, however simple or however technical about archaeology, I'd love to talk to you. And I'd love everyone else to come there too. Right. 
And from the technical standpoint, you know, forms, not a big issue. I've actually had forms installed on Wild Dig Site for a while. It's just, I did not know there's enough interest out there to really use them, but it seems there is, and I hope people do use them, and they're going to be there pretty soon. So, probably by the time you guys are listening to this podcast, they will most likely be live to some degree. Feel free to register and find a home there. Some other ideas that wanted to bust out, things that uh, would like to to see on the on the, the forums is is a, a good guide. There's got to be at least 50 guides out there for archaeology, and um, I'd really like to for us to set up the ultimate guide. Yeah, you've mentioned having a very comprehensive guide. I mean, it's like Boshi said don't really need a guide for archaeology per se it's pretty straightforward once you know the basics but at the same time you know not i mean according to your archaeology uh, addicts anonymous posts you know there's not that many people about 30 so yeah yeah i was actually pretty surprised at the number of people that were not I, i really thought that you know i what i had done was absolutely nothing out of the norm i thought there were people I was the whole time after I got 32 out of 32, I was expecting someone from Europe to be like, oh, you know, I got that two weeks ago. What's wrong with you people? I mean, there might be some people out there and they're just not active in the community, but we will never know. So until they get on there and participate. Yeah. Yeah. And on that note, if, if anyone out there has, you know, any, any solves over, you know, 27, 28, we'd, uh, we'd love to talk to you about archeology span and, your opinions on it and get your input on uh, the profession, things like that for the guides and the things that we're trying to write for the community. Yeah. Cause we do plan on having the most comprehensive guide here soon. And yeah, we do have all kinds of information and stuff, but to organize that into one little I don't know, book or post, whatever you want to call it, you know, that is a goal. And let's talk about add-ons. I know pretty much everyone I know that does archeology span basically uses the Archie add-on. I think it's the most popular one, but there are basically three other popular ones out there. We got uh, Excavatinator. That's it's a phony word, so anyone can kind of pronounce it however they want to. But Excavationator. Yes, and we got Archaeology Archaeology Helper Add-on, which it adds like a HUD and such. But then we also have Minimal Archaeology Add-on. And like I said these seem to be the three most po- or excuse me four most popular add-ons. So I've always used Archie. I didn't even start using any mods until I got about 22 rares or whatever. Like I didn't even know that that there were any out there. Man, you um, <laughs> that long? I yeah, I was about a thousand solves in. I think I saw wow. five things. I'm like, okay, I need to go find a right-click function for this. <laughs> Yep, that's that's about how I was. Too. Well, well, that's not true either, because I actually played it on the beta. Some, I, I forget what skill level I got up to, but and I just keep I made a keep binding basically for survey, but yeah. So on live servers, I definitely went and sought out an add-on. I I have to cut in and say that uh, doing archaeology on the normal servers is fine, but the fact that you leveled archaeology on the PTR. You are a huge nerd. <laughs> oh, I did not max it out by any means, but I did it enough to get you know screenshots for the website and get a general feel for it. And I believe I made a very basic video. 
but things have changed since then. But yeah, so my friend so what, had a beta account and he was kind enough to let me use it for that. So what does Archaeology Helper add-on do? It's it's kind of well, it's kind of like Archie. Basically, I would compare it to Archie. It adds a HUD, which um, it's basically a green circle on your screen. If anyone's ever used Gatherer or any other add-on with a HUD, you know, there's details on the website, but I I still like Archie better. I personally don't use the HUDs very often. I think I used it once for Gatherer years ago, but that is out there if you do want it. So, And I know it, has a, it actually has a database, so it's kind of like Gatherer. It'll actually know every location of every node for finding artifacts. So you oh, can actually it... just like walk right up to to what you think is going to be the point and then survey. So just like Archie has, but does it does it have all the little sites already in it? Well, yeah, and that is something Archie can do. You know, it can mark your location when you do survey. But this thing, you can actually preload a database. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. So. You know, and I think you can with Archie too. It just doesn't have that as like an import feature. You would have to basically download someone else's saves. People like you two would actually probably have every location, you know. <laughs> yeah, right, I wouldn't so. be surprised if we didn't have every everyone already marked. And honestly, if you do this long enough, you really just start recognizing a lot of the points, right? Oh, most most definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's been there's been many times where I I land and I get a red. Uh, at a certain angle, and and there's there's like a choice of five different red uh, dots on Archie up there, and just magically I know to fly 20 yards past those first four to go to that fifth because yep. that one always comes up. <laughs> right. There's there's just patterns that uh, begin to emerge when you do it for hours upon hours on end. I think I have that turned off on Archie. I might be turning that back on here soon, where it marks the X and such. But yeah, archaeology helper add-on. More or less, you're going to use that one or Archie, it seems. And the other two, they can kind of work with them. You know, like you guys use Excavator. It'll have, what, solve counts listed very well. I think, I think the the best thing that I found about uh, Excavationator is that um, yeah. it seems really great for when you're first starting out and especially when you're, when you're working on getting the achievements – you know, to get the certain solve, uh, solve the certain things or whatever. Yeah. Inst- instead of lo- uh, lo- having to load up your achievement page and you know see what's left, Excavationator, you can actually just click each race and it tells you every artifact for um, each race and tells you if you completed it or not. So that's kind of a qu- quick little cool thing about that mod. Yeah, and that's a really simple mod. That's pretty much all it does. Probably use that to complement Archie or Archaeology add-on. Helper, you know. Okay, how about minimal archaeology add-on? This is one that I've actually never never used. I would also compare this one to Excavator. So more or less, you're going to use Archie or archaeology add-on helper. Then you're going to use one of these two potentially, but you can basically view all your artifacts progress. It Archie kind of does this already. So if you don't like Archie and you just want a really basic Excavator style add-on this one would probably be for you you know and you can uh well no that's pretty much it it <laughs> said you can check it out on the website we got screenshots and whatnot but it's a pretty simple view of your progress for your current project and whatnot 
right. Well, while we're talking about um, uh, add-ons, we might as well talk about macros. Right. Um, the the only three macros that I've ever really used are all about solve count, and the main reason I have those is the ability to, you know, copy paste my solve counts to talk in threads, uh, to make Bashi feel bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do it well. I I try my best. I mean, it seems all macros are basically just information output. There's yeah. no real helpful macros. There's just macros that display stats. You know, the most you can do is do a cast survey macro. Yeah, there's no secrets with macros in archaeology, in my opinion. Well, I think one thing that I've I've um, haven't utilized, but I know that I should, is uh, having that the especially the total solve macro that literally all it does is. You click it and it tells you how many solves you've done. Uh, Which you people, can convert to wasted, you know, hours of life, right? Nah. It, well, <laughs> yeah, you know, the, yeah, you know, if, when when trying to um, judge the time that you're spending during a day, you know, uh, archaeology has the tendency, and Bashi can attest to this. It has the tendency to just suck you in. You start at eight in the morning, and you're like, oh, I'm only gonna do ten solves, and then you start. You start digging, next thing you know, you're, you're 500 solves later. Right, and the macro will help you track that. You can yeah. make a mental note, okay, I'm at 2,200 and something, and now yeah. I'm at 2,800. Good lord, I've been doing this all day, so. <laughs> like, I'm going to do 15 solves, and then I'm going to force myself to go downstairs and eat. There you go. <laughs> Every solve, you can click it to. Get some natural lighting, yeah. <laughs> That there are add-ons. Like Hugh, I mean, he did all the rares and didn't use any add-ons. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, I would have easily killed myself. Well, <laughs> I just don't like having a special binding for fishing or surveying. I think that's excessive. Yeah, I actually had a, a separate hotbar that I had pulled up toward the middle of my screen that had my mount, my ghost wolf. Uh, my survey, my archaeology thing, I had all that stuff just sitting in the middle of my screen so I could just fly somewhere and click and then look at the TV and... Right. You know. Well, you guys have seen screenshots of, of my screen. I don't use any... I don't use Bartender. I don't use any other... Only you have enough room to. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, every single button I have is is used. Like, I can't really get rid of anything. So I love the fact that Arch- Archie had the, the double-click uh, so I didn't have to macro a button, you know? Right. So I was wondering, I mean, how do you guys go about traveling with archaeology? I mean, that's I know it's a big topic. A lot of people tr- choose to use the flight points or flight masters. Some people actually fly. Uh, I know it can depend upon which continent you're on. Kalimdor, for example, you know, it's not very even. You can fly and you hit the invisible wall in the sky, basically. But I know in Eastern Kingdom, it's fairly flat. You can literally fly straight through and die of fatigue because you're tapped out of the game. But So what do you two... How do you two get around? You know, like a mage would obviously port around a lot. Death Knights have their uh, home ebb and hold, you know, hearth. But for the average player, I mean, what do you two do? Well, I think Bashi will, will agree with me that we hate the fact that we're not mages. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, it was really nice being a shaman. Uh, I had a hearth off of cooldown whenever I needed it. So it actually helped me out a lot to be able to, you know, instantly just hearth and go get a portal. And if I was in Kalimdor, I would, 
hit uh, the Hajal portal to go north or the Olden portal to go south or if at the times I was in Eastern Kingdom, you know, I could go to Twilight or I could go to Stormwind and from there fly from where I needed. So really having a hearth off cooldown made it such an easier experience. Right. I mean, and mine's only 15 minutes, you know, humans, I don't have any special perks, but with the guild thing, you know, 15 minutes, that's pretty darn good. I mean, you might have five minutes where you got to sit still and, you know, actually get up and walk around maybe or something, but yeah, shamans, you know, you got your second hearth going on, but I mean, what else would you say about that? Well, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Arr, I'll go ahead. Actually, in in all my times of reading threads and reading posts and 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 just getting a, 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 being a part of the archaeology community, the saddest post that I've ever read uh, was. Somebody uh, posted on MMO talking about um, archaeology, and I had to reread the thread like a couple times, and I realized that um, the person was complaining about how long travel time was in archaeology because they were not the smartest tool in the shed, and they were taking boats to to go down to the South Kalimdor. Interesting. Like they they I, they just didn't realize that you can utilize certain tools to get you places uh faster but uh, thankfully i i sent send him a tell and i told him about uh using your hearthstones using the dollar and ring using um the guild guild cloaks and all that guild cloaks and those those are the the main things that you can do to uh hasten your archaeology now um uh, the way that i've done it I, I i've spent most of my time in kalimdor uh, and I was hoard on Moonguard Morpson uh, through that time. So uh, basically, here's here's how I would would uh, go about my digging process. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I I I split up um, Kalimdor into two sections. You know, there's north and there's south. Since Orgrimmar is is on the north, you are easily accessible to Ashara and Mount Hyjal and Fellwood. And uh, Stone Talon Mountains, or Stone Talon Mountains, excuse me. So um, every 15 minutes with the guild perk, you know, you can hearth to Orgrimmar, and then you can either fly to there or fly straight. And we'll, we'll talk about the difference between the two here in a sec. Um, but also, uh, one thing that so many people just forget to realize is that um, when you're in Orgrimmar... Um, Oh, sorry. This actually deals with uh, Eastern Kingdoms. Uh, when you're when you're in Orgrimmar, when you're in Stormwind, there is a portal to Blasted Lands. Oh yeah, I do. So, I utilize that one too. Yeah, that's that's a big thing that people always seem to pass over. Overlook, especially, yeah. Especially especially dealing with um, uh, Eastern Kingdoms, um, you do have two hearts. You can hearth to Stormwind or Orgrimmar. And then you can take the portal to Blasted Lands. So if you're digging in Stranglethorn Vale, you port there and bam. Good and old also, Burning Crusade. <laughs> great old Burning Crusade. And, um, but this, this really only applies to uh, people that are archaeologists in level 85. Um, the, the biggest Eastern Kingdom's portal that you can take is you can hearth and you can go to um, Twilight Highlands, which is a, the perfect central point. Yeah, I know a lot of people set the hearth there. Then they can easily back out and 
he's like the Stormwind portals, you know. I haven't had much experience on the Horde side, but I definitely use those portals and Stormwind to hop around the world. Um, and for me, I mean, actually, I do have a second account. I know some other people do as well, but... And I actually have a AD Mage on that account. <laughs> I thought about reactivating that account just so I can stick my mage in my, you know, two-person flying mount, and I could just have this little mage with me the whole time to port me around, but I haven't done that yet. That is an option. Let's talk about um, flight plans. Use flight plans or not use flight plans. Bashi? Um, I, I personally didn't. I had uh, capped flying on this tune since, you know, before Wrath came out, so it wasn't... It wasn't really an issue for me. I didn't. I didn't think about it. But I, for people that, uh, you know, don't have kept out flying, they're they're doing archaeology on an alt, maybe to get the the pattern or something. You know, it, it could be beneficial to take flight planes in certain situations. You just always have to look at where your dig sites are, where you're planning to hit, things like that. And it really helped me to, you know, while I was flying from one particular dig site to another, I would sit there and plan out, you know, what pattern would be the most beneficial for the most artifacts per hour or whatever. And uh, you can't just always do the same thing over and over. You have to sit there and think about what's going to be best for whatever you're planning to do. Oh, yeah, it's purely situational, I think. I mean, there's hardly a time where I basically can't hearth back, where it's not... There's hardly a time where it's not faster to simply hearth back, port back somehow, and take a portal, basically. I only take a flight path maybe if I'm walking away from the computer or something... Yeah, I mean, generally I just manually fly everywhere, but somewhere like Kalimdor, it would be more appealing to potentially use a flight pass so you don't have to deal with the up and down with the flying in that area. So there's options, but I know a lot of people generally don't use the flight pass. One thing that um, we we have to acknowledge is that you know not everyone that's doing archaeology has a 310 flying mount. Not everyone is even level 85. Um, right. So, but just the the biggest tip that I can give anyone level up to 85. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Level up to 85 and also buy your epic flying um buy the 310 flying speed and um that literally will be the biggest time saver that you can have. Oh yeah, cuz you know the flying you're going to do even if it's a small percentage, it's definitely going to help you in the long run. You know, solve 3,000, you could be on solve 4,000. Well, maybe not that, but you get the idea. I'll be on 4,000 here soon. <laughs> I think I have like 400, maybe. I think it was 300, actually. Oh, you have 300? Nice. So you're only, what, 10 times ahead of me. I got a little bit of catching up to do. What is Boshi up to? I don't think I've heard this total. Yeah, what's like your total solve count right now? Well, I mean, it, it, it honestly has not moved since uh, the screenshots that I sent you, so it's it should oh. still be sitting at 2075. What, what was it, 2075? Yep. Oh, I had it backwards in my mind. I thought it was 2057. You still haven't got that rare. Uh, trust me. I love Bashi to death now, but he haunts my dreams. I know his numbers <laughs> probably better than he does. Well, that just shows you the RNG factor to a degree. All right, well, let's talk about RNG. Let's talk about the the math of archaeology, the speculations about archaeology. This, oh, boy. <laughs> this big white elephant in the room. You yeah. Know. Okay, Bashi, well, I want you to talk about all of these massive amounts of posts that we read of people 
pretending to know, just making stuff up. Just, just what is it about about all these posts? Well, I don't know. I guess anyone's going to be driven to try to solve something. So uh, obviously, completely random. You know, there's dozens upon dozens of posts. People out there thinking they've uh, they figured out what the secret to archaeology is, or you know, if you if you do solves in this particular manner, it'll uh, assist you in getting a rare. But I think all the math that people have posted only helps further the idea that it. I mean, it's it's as random as a computer system can get. There's nothing you can do that's going to help you one way or another with uh, with getting the item that you want. All right, I'm an avid reader of post on on MMO and Battle.net and hopefully soon only WildEggSide.com praying to God. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, but there's there's so many people out there in the World of Warcraft world that just are so frustrated with archaeology and so many people are speculating about this hidden math, this, this hidden procedure that uh, blizzard is implemented into the game and um i don't know i just would love to get uriah's idea on it and your idea on it i think it's all hogwash or whatever i mean unless a blue comes out and confirms anything you know people this ties into theory crafting they can only get so precise but still it's never 100 percent. i don't think and with archaeology, it's really RNG. Uh, there has not been any solid method that has been posted, you know, that can scientifically be tried and tested to actually work. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't read much into that basically for that reason. Yeah, most of my stuff, you know, while I was doing it, even myself, I was thinking, you know, there's there's got to be some hidden math behind this. It's just going to unlock the key that's going to make it easier for everyone. You know, so while I was doing it, I would look at solve count for a particular race compared to total solve count, uh, solving on particular number variables, you know, hundreds, 150s, things dealing with multiples of other things. And I mean, nothing ever panned out. The more the more I solved, the more I realized that there there is absolutely no math behind it. I think for one reason this is like a loud subject, so to speak, is because, you know, this is a secondary profession. Everyone in the game can do this. Everyone in the game has probably tried this at some point. Unlike, like, let's say, you know, mount farming again, another RNG thing. You do that, like, if it's a raid boss, once a week or four days, whatever the lockout is, and then you're done with it. But not a lot of people don't do that. But like I said, there's this archaeology is a lot bigger than just, like, mount farming, I think. And thus, people are really trying to figure it out, but I don't think they will, basically. I think the majority of the posts that are that are up out out in the world are more of people frustrated and trying to blame something else for them stopping digging and spending their time on forms bitching. <laughs> well, and people focus on one item. That's something I've yeah. never done. I know that's how a lot of people might start the profession, but I I never fixated on something because I had no control over that. You know, that ties back to real life things. If I don't have control over it, I'm not going to sit there and pester about it or whatever. Got to keep doing it until it does. Well, Bashi, um, throughout your entire experience with doing archaeology, did you have any inkling of any little time 
during the process of digging that you felt that you can uh, change anything? Oh, no. I mean, initially when I started out, you know, like I said, like everyone else, I wanted one particular item. And then as I kept doing it, I realized the more you fixate on one thing, the more annoying that the profession is going to become. And you just kind of have to sit back and realize that what you're doing is something that's going to take either a lot of luck or a lot of time. And I mean, the more you try to force it, the more you're going to get annoyed with it. And the more you're going to get frustrated at the fact that you're not getting the thing that you want. So it's, it's really something that you have to either do in your off time or go at completely understanding that you're either going to get lucky or you're not. Yeah. It really does come down to dedication. I mean, you've heard the stories where people get Baron's mount first try or something, or you know, it's like some people run Molten Core to get Thunder Fury or the Eye of Ragnaros. Same yeah, I concept. About, I don't want to talk about Eye of Ragnaros. I still, yes. I still hate that item. It's like me. I, I have half of the Windseeker bindings, you know, so every week I go in there and do my Molten Core, try to get my other piece, but... Same with archaeology, but you just don't stop with archaeology. There's nothing to cut you off, so you exactly. can just keep going. There is no cutoff point. It just it's it's a never-ending. Yeah, unless your power dies, unless you fall asleep, there's no cutoff point. So, well, you guys, I'm a priest. I can't even equip Thunder Fury, and I have it. But... Yes. <laughs> I'm I the a- I, I'm the bus. asshole that everyone talks about. <laughs> nice. I have one of my bindings, and I've been sitting on. Uh... The, the epic hammer just needing Eye of Rag for something like five months of running uh, MC every week. I have I have my myself for chilling and I've I've run Molten Core for three years. I don't have it too. I, I can't even equip it. I'm a priest. <laughs> it's terrible. It is terrible. Well, you still get the achievement, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll happily be equipping mine, so... Oh, that's a sad thing. I can't get the achievement. I can't equip it. That'll join my little RP outfit I got going on with the chef hat and stuff, so... Yeah, I'm a, I'm personally obsessed with, with RP outfits as well. I have a full 60 tier 1 set and a full 70 tier 6 set. Well, not that, but I keep all my stuff, so... Like every piece of tier, I keep that in the bank just for whatever. I got my original tier 1 and all that, so... But yeah, need to work out an archaeology suit, and I do plan on posting it on the website pretty soon. Uh, people are listening to this, you know, we'll have some outfit ideas for people to like to do that stuff, so look forward to that. All right, well, I want to thank you, too. We got, you know, Morp Send here. We got Boshi with us tonight, and this is your eye, the Wild Excite Admin speaking. I want to thank these two guys for coming on here for our first podcast, and I'm glad you two found the website. I'm glad we got to do this. And for you, for those of you that are listening, we're going to try to do this about once a month, I think. We'll have to see. We'll have to get some feedback from the podcast. And and we're, Wild Dick Sites, accepting any ideas you think that should be on the podcast. Be able to post about those on the forums or the contact page, as always. And like I said, look for the forums to be active either when this is released or right afterwards uh as always just check the news page that information will be up there we got facebook twitter you can follow wild dig site any news update is posted there just like on the website um like i said we plan to expand it to the community with this form uh be glad to have you on there hear what you have to say about the profession 
or your uh, trials and tribulations, or how many Red Bulls you go through, whatever keeps you going. Or beers. Yes, or beers. So, uh, again, Boshy, thanks for coming on. No, of uh, course. I mean, what's next for you, man? You got 32 rares now. What? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sleep. I'm gonna forget about how much I loathe the time I spent on archaeology. Probably gonna check into an alcohol rehab facility, and hopefully by the time they release some new rares, I will be uh, sober and ready to delve back into my alcoholism. Yeah, hope that economy. So. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Morpson? I know you're looking forward to the forms. You gonna be trolling us on there? You think? Well, I, I'm really looking forward to the next patch that gets more rare so then I can be the next world first because I... Kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've gained a friend in, in Bashi here, but I've gained a real competitor, somebody that's dedicated like me, and I will beat you next time. Oh, it's it's definitely on. Oh, it's been on. <laughs> And this ties back into your Archaeology Addicts Anonymous posts. You know, there are others out there with 20-plus rares. There are others trying to get this, so hopefully they can migrate over to the Wild Dixite forms. We'll have to see where that goes. So, and yeah, that's I'm looking forward to the patch as well. We don't have any word on anything new in 4.2 yet, but again, stay tuned to the news, and we'll be sure to report on that as soon as we hear anything. And... For any links that uh, we've discussed during this podcast, uh, they will all be listed in um, our post. Yes. This, uh, I actually plan to try to add this to iTunes, so for all you with the iPods and like the automated download and whatnot, I will have this podcast out on every popular medium that I can think of. So thanks again for listening, and this is your eye, your dig site admin, and thanks again to you too, so... That's it. And this is Marpsen. Yes. The best best tip here that I can give everyone out there is just keep digging. It Checking will come. Yeah. <laughs> For your motivation, visit the forums and talk with fellow peers. So. Uh, thank you all for having me on, and uh, hopefully I'll be adding many more names to my Archaeology Addicts Anonymous post. I hope everyone out there enjoys the professions, the future changes, and the future additions. All right.